Once again, we're going to read from Luke uh, chapter 2, this wonderful story, which really is a birth announcement, and I've been thinking about birth announcements a lot this week as I've reflected on the Christmas story. Uh, My wife and I have uh, four children, uh, so I can remember uh, the times, especially with our first children, when we found out that we were uh, expecting, and we were, of course, very excited, ecstatic about the news, and one of the more fun things about that is to be able to tell your family and your friends and your coworkers uh, about uh, the child that you are expecting. And so it was exciting for them. It was exciting for us. We told them the news. They would say things like, congratulations, and we're so excited for you. Um, and showers were thrown, and there was all sorts of, of, of joy and celebration. Uh, but we have four kids, and by, by, by kid four, things were a little different. Uh, of course, everybody was uh, very excited for us, and we got our fair share of congratulations. Uh, but we also got comments like, wait a minute, another one? Uh, or, or my favorite was, uh, you know how that happens, don't you? Uh, we got a fair amount of that by number four. Um, and of course, over our uh, family, birth announcements evolved. But over time, birth announcements have really evolved as well in that you see now that they have these uh, gender, celebra- gender reveal celebrations with all sorts of different colored cakes and, and different colored balloons. And it's really uh, come quite a long way, especially since the time of Jesus' birth. So what I'd like to do is one last time to look at Luke chapter 2 and this particular birth announcement that is told us by the gospel writer Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration where Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child." And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, watching, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear." And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom He is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered, at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they'd heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus. 
the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is God's Word. Like I told you before, I've been thinking about uh, birth announcements this, uh, uh, this season, and uh, we know a little bit about uh, how Mary announced the birth to Joseph. Uh, it tells us that narrative in the Gospels when Mary comes to Joseph and uh, tells her betrothed that she is with child. You can imagine Joseph's reaction in that moment. What the Scriptures don't tell us is, is how Mary and Joseph's family responded. What happened when they told their, their family and their friends and their co-workers? We simply just don't know how they responded to this unexpected pregnancy. I'm pretty sure there wasn't any gender reveal celebrations when it came to this birth as well. But in our passage, we certainly see a birth announcement, but this one is of a very different kind because this birth announcement comes from God Himself. And it tells us about shepherds who were lying in the fields, minding their own flocks, when the announcement came from God that said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And then the Scriptures tell us that in the midst of the deep darkness, and it was most certainly a very deep, dark evening, in the midst of that deep darkness, it was all dispelled by a brilliant light that was probably too much for the eyes of even the shepherds to behold. Because the passage tells us a heavenly chorus exploded into song, announcing the arrival of a Savior and a King. The very glory of God was on display for these lowly shepherds to see. I read an article uh, this week about how uh, the royals in Great Britain do birth announcements. Uh, and there is an, actually a very elaborate protocol to all this. When a, when a royal finds that she is pregnant, she cannot tell anyone until the queen knows first. The queen has to be the first to know. And then, of course, after the child is born, uh, it has to be born at one particular hospital in Great Britain, and uh, they, they bring in a town crier who's dressed in all sorts of traditional garb, and he's carrying a long scroll that has all the information on it, and then they announce to the world that this baby has been born. No tweeting, no emails. It is a traditional town choir announcing to the world that this new royal baby is born. It's an incredibly elaborate procedure. And what's interesting about this royal announcement, and make no mistake, this is a royal announcement here, but it is the announcement of the ultimate royal birth. It is the announcement that the King Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is born in Bethlehem. The Son of David, the promised Messiah, the Savior of the world, He has been born. And all the hopes and dreams of humanity have been realized in the birth of this baby boy. One of the things you can't miss, though, here is the substance of the announcement that is delivered. It says, I bring you good news of great joy. And if you look in the original language, that word, good news, is also the word for gospel. And we use that word gospel in churches a lot. 
And it speaks to a very ancient practice that would often happen in the ancient world. When a new king was enthroned in the ancient world, again, they couldn't send out a tweet, they couldn't send out emails, so the new king would send heralds, would send town criers from town to town sharing the news that a new king had been enthroned. And so if you were a resident of one of these towns and you saw a herald come, one of these criers come, you knew that they came bringing news that was about to change everything. It was about to change everything about your life. And that is what the angel is saying here. That now that this baby has been born, everything is about to change. The gospel, the arrival of this king is about to change everything about life as we know it. And what we learn later on is that because of the birth of this baby, no longer do you and I need to be enslaved to sin and death. No longer do we need to stand under the condemnation of a God whom we have offended. Because of the birth of this boy king, forgiveness can be found in Him. And one of the beautiful truths symbolized in a candlelight service and in this original service, this original worship service we see of the shepherds, is that darkness doesn't win. That darkness no longer wins because the light has overcome it through the coming King. Friends, by faith, you and I can experience this new kingdom reigning not just in our world, but also in our hearts. Because what the gospel tells us is that by faith in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, then you and I, we can be made whole again. My prayer for all of us, for you, for me, is that this announcement would ring true in your hearts this Christmas season. My prayer for all of us, is that the light of the gospel would shine brightly into the darkness of our lives and into the darkness of our world. Let's pray.